scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Yours and mine. Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth, the um, side podcast for our off weeks of regular Disney Minus, where I am taking Cat through the Kingdom Hearts series. Last week, for this, we talked about Kingdom Hearts VCast, since it was our 13th episode, and so now we are officially starting on Kingdom Hearts 2, sort of. We're going to be in the prologue tonight. I don't think that we'll actually make it to, or I don't know if we'll make it to the Kingdom Hearts 2 title card. But we will see how how we do. Anyway, I'm Steven. I'm Kat, and I've been informed that apparently this game is going to break my heart, which would work if it wasn't already heartless. Ah. Hey. But no, so, seriously, okay. I told Haley that we were going to start this today, and she was like, oh, yeah, prepare to have your heart broken. Yeah, I know that Like we've joked through the Discord and just... In, record- in, in recordings of episodes about like there being a lot of Kingdom Hearts bullshit. And in fairness, you haven't really had to deal with a whole lot of that yet. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 is where that starts. So It took a lot of self-restraint to not tap on the spoilered out questions yet. And I did not. I have not <laughs> tapped on any of them. Oh, you mean literally all of the questions? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 no. There was one. Wait, 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 wait. There was one. Okay, okay, that's okay, no, right. I'm sorry. There were two. Okay, so, okay, there were three that aren't spoilered, and then there's one, the first one from Deep Sea, but I feel like that alone is a spoiler, because now I'm like, why do I need to think this of this character? Well, more just like... yeah, pretty much everything else, like, like, y'all, seriously, those of, or if we have listeners that aren't in the Discord channel, I'm looking at where we post our questions, and all I'm seeing is redacted, but I'll let Cat cat answer. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> redacted. Oh, when Cat sees this, redacted. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> okay, so uh, first off, about the Let's Play that we're using, um, since I'm trying to do a different person for each one, this is by uh, the one I'm following along with, at least, is by Nico B, who I feel like I've probably watched other Stuff it, of his like, link me to the episodes that you're going to actually be watching just so I can keep up with you. Yeah, I'll send you the link for um for it once we're done. Um yeah, we'll he is episode, just send me the link. Yeah. He is playing uh Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix so that so we will actually have the Final Mix cutscenes mixed in to be able to talk about um unlike Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix came, or Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix came out soon enough after the game that all of these are voiced, so it's not just going to be complete silence on those cutscenes like it was on the first game. Um, that said, uh, I've played the game enough that I remember when the, when the cutscene is a Final Mix cutscene, so I'll still, like, make note of that as we whenever we talk about one. Steven? Um, yes? 
Why is Flutterdark asking about ice cream flavors? Oh, yeah. Um, some of the characters in this game eat a shit ton of ice cream. Like, a shit ton of ice cream. If you make me crave ice cream, I swear to God, if I wind <laughs> up buying some this weekend. Well, I've never found Kingdom Hearts 2 ice cream in a store, although there are plenty of recipes online. So, oh, you no, wouldn't be going out cream, and buying it. I know exactly what ice cream I'll be getting if I crave it, but... Oh, okay, that's fair then. No, dude, the Dollar General has Edie's chocolate peanut butter cup ice cream. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Chocolate okay, ice cream but... with peanut butter ribbons and little itty bitty peanut butter cups. But anyway, sorry, mm. you're distracting me. Mm. Very good. Damn um, it, Dark, see what you did? You already derailed the episode <laughs> and we haven't even started yet. Um, but no, for for the Let's Play, um, this is it's a few years old now, so not that Nico well, yeah. is new at it now. But when he was doing the, uh, that LP, it looks like this was his first time playing through the series. Obviously, he'd already played one in Chain of Memories. And he is pumped, and just looking at his reactions to some of the stuff, or listening, rather, because it's his voice, uh, to some of the stuff that happens has just been very good. I'll interject with a few of those. Um, as for my own history with Kingdom Hearts 2, I think, if I remember right, I think I actually played Kingdom Hearts 2 for the first time before I knew Chain of Memories existed. <laughs> so I actually came into this one missing some stuff, which meant that, like, when Namine and some of the others show up, I was like, who is this? What's happening? And that will hit, like, even in the opening for the game, which I'll send you here in just a minute. Hang on one sec, though. While you're pulling that up, would you like me to tell you what my sister's opinion on this game was? Go for it. I was, uh, I'm was. i not pulling it up. I was just letting Otto out of the room because oh, he was yeah. getting no. Okay, so yesterday when I was talking to her, I said, Stephen and I are starting to record Kingdom Hearts 2 tomorrow. And I told her, you know, we're figuring roughly eight months to cover it. And uh, her first response was, those are rookie numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent well, me a screenshot of that. Well, yeah, but then I had to remind her, you know, we're not actually playing the game. You're walking me through it. And we only do 90-minute yeah. recordings. Uh, her con, you know, right after that, she put, Sam and I finished in two weeks. I was like, okay, you guys are playing it. We're not actually playing it. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned what you told me about. Apparently, the prologue is like four hours long. They're about. And her answer right. was, uh, oh, yeah, it's long, but it rips your heart out. And then after I put that bitch, she was like, oh, my God, you haven't even begun the heartache. Yeah, dog. And I told um, her, she's like, Kingdom Hearts 2 rips your heart out. <laughs> and then I, I, then I had to remind her again. It's like, okay, we only do 90 minutes and we're not going to be recording over the holidays unless she and Sam want to be guest stars on the Christmas Day episode. Which I'm okay with. I, I mean, mean, I don't know if we would record it on Christmas Day. Because, well, I mean, usually rough. by Christmas, well, yeah, because, I mean, like, also usually by, like, nighttime Christmas, we're, like, playing with all of our presents anyway, but yeah, we'll see how everything goes this year. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so before I have you watch the starting or the opening of the game so uh -huh. that we can talk about that first, uh, first thing I should tell you, the uh, character that, or there's going to be a character that we'll see very soon, who is voiced by Jesse McCartney. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't hear that. Okay. Oh, yeah. She, no, 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 no. If she ever listens to this, she'll probably kill me. But Haley, when she was little, she loved Dream Street, which Jesse McCartney I, was part of. Oh, okay. Part of I, boy like, I only know Jesse McCartney from I Don't Want Another Pretty Face. No, no. There so, there was a band called this. Dream Street that Haley had a brief. Basically, Dream Street was to her what Hanson was for me. <laughs> And nice. then once she, you know, got out of that phase, she basically, and also I think Jesse McCartney went through a little phase of being an ass because, you know, he's a teenage boy. Eh. But she got to the point where she just referred to him strictly as Jesse McFartney. 
<laughs> so the fact that he's in this game now makes me laugh. Oh my goodness, that's actually that's really good. Uh, speaking know, of, right? we will also get some very choice insults from one of the characters that we're going to meet soon, and just Ooh, some of the I things like that this guy says thing. are just chef kiss. Um, so that said, before we start the timer, let's uh, go ahead. Um, I sent you the link for the opening, so we will go ahead, both of us just watch that, and then we'll come back in. Yeah. Um, Give me a second, because I've got you pulled up on Stop It Person. I've got you pulled up on my tablet. I'm pulling the video up on my phone, so hang on. Okay. It's going through ads, so I'm letting that catch up first. Okay, so my thing is ready, so are you wanting to, like, start it at the same time? Yeah, um, the, for the recording, I'll just, like, you know, do a okay. little sound break, and then we'll skip ahead to it, so. All right, I'm hitting start yeah. right now. All right. Okay, I'm back if you're back. Yep, I'm back. Okay, so are you hyped? I like, although at first, when it first turned out, I was like, this sounds really familiar. And it was my roommate in college's ringtone for the longest time. Ah! Now, she never nice. played Kingdom Hearts. She was just into like Cascada and all that. But I mean, had this fair. for her ringtone. I was like, I was actually this close to saying, this sounds like, you know, a Cascada song. And right then it hit the chorus. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah no utada is also just very very good so that makes complete sense um so did you hear my comment when uh what's her name not lark scene not the bitch but the other Namine. yeah no i have the headset i had my head oh yeah no when she popped over there i went this one bitch again <laughs> see oh, and again because i played uh the game Without having played uh, Chain of Chain of Memories the first time, so I had no idea who she was. I had no idea what all those uh, shots of uh, Sora fighting Marluxia and Riku fighting Ansem were. I didn't know what was going on for like the back third of this video. I just saw I saw the blonde hair and the white dress, and I literally went out loud, "This bitch again!" Although I did not, and I know you can hear me, but the entire time I did not say "shit bitch" once. Good. I did We've not. made improvement. I'm being, no, I, like, after the last game, no, I am going to be, I'm not going to say I'm fully retracting, but I'm willing to reconsider my stance on Riku. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, again, I will call that an improvement. And, I mean, hey, you know, it's better than me just going, hey, shit, bitch, which is, you know, kind of what I did over the last, what, since the game started, more or less. I was about to say, I was like, all of it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so thoughts though. Um, you recognize the the yellow hair, the blonde boy, I assume, correct? I think I did, but I also could be wrong. That's not the prank, not the girl. He's oh shit, the one with the crazy eyes. Was that him? Me? Eh? It was. I don't know who you're talking about with the crazy eyes. Uh, hang on, hang. On. I'm switching back and forth between phone and tablet here because it's easier to or faster to navigate in my phone hang on just one second i can't remember names right now is the thing but hang on i'm going back there and some reports of, uh... do you mean larkseen no not the chick she was larkseen was on with the freaking praying mantis hair yeah no, no 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 not her the other dude i'm sorry i'm having to scroll past all the really oh my god god awful vcast graphics <laughs> god that game oh. is bad 
Okay, okay, well, um, the, the blonde kid at the end of this one that landed on uh, the platform with Sora on it. Okay, you talk, is... and I'll send the screenshot when I find it. I know I'm getting close. Okay, I posted a new picture into, or I posted another picture in No, I in see there. the little banner thingy, I'm just not clicking on it yet. Okay, uh, that is the, the kid from, the mystery kid from the secret <laughs> ending of uh, Chain of oh, go- oh, God. Okay, and here, from here, the secret ending of the first hang uh, hang on. I think you actually put his name in this one. Was it Vexen? No, 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 no. Oh, no, okay, Vexen... then no. I had no idea who that blonde dude was. Okay, okay, good. Uh, this is Roxas. <laughs> that. Why did I? Why did I think Roxas was a redhead? I don't know. Am I thinking and, of actual? Um, yeah, probably. Okay. And uh, I Ow. hope you weren't plan- planning on playing as Sora uh, for a bit because um, that guy's hand actually... is freakishly large. Yeah, it's Game Boy graphics. Even for Game Boy graphics, that's bad, though. <laughs> like, his hand um, is literally the size of his face. Like, that hand could easily crush his entire face. Okay, well, since now you know who uh, the blonde kid's name, um, go ahead and start my timer, and we will see okay. how far into this we get. Yep, yep, let me flip back to my timer and starting now. Okay, so... Um, immediately coming out of that they kept a couple seconds of it in the actual video so that you could see it uh we transition over to a beach that's in darkness this area is called dark margin just so i don't have to keep saying the beach because there are a lot of beaches in this series um where we see two mystery figures both wearing black cloaks um (laughs) of course uh one of them because we have no idea who which organization mystery figures in black come from in this franchise Right. Um, I think I already told you, but one of them in this conversation, uh, we, we do not know yet. The other one is, we don't know his name, but is the unknown secret boss uh, from the first game who was wearing the organization cloak, if you remember. I vaguely remember. Yeah, uh, he showed up and he was only there for like a secret boss fight in Hollow Bastard. Okay. Just to, yeah, just to let you know. Um, for this cutscene, the character that we don't know yet will not be voiced. Um, their their words will appear at the bottom of the screen, just like regular uh, subtitling for uh, for anyone else. But we don't actually hear their voice yet. So basically, it starts with um, both of them meeting on the beach. Um, the guy who I will for now just refer to as unknown because we haven't gotten his name yet. Unknown says, "I've been to see him. He looks a lot like you." And so this is why I went ahead and confirmed that this was the secret boss from Kingdom Hearts 1, because that's what he's talking about, is when he went and fought Sora for, like, five minutes. <laughs> but yeah, so he he says to this other person, he says, I've been to see him. He looks a lot like you. The person who we do, uh, don't get to hear his voice yet says, who are you? And Unknown says, I'm all that's left. Or, perhaps I'm all there ever was. And actually, real quick, before we go any further, um, this uh, Unknown is voiced by Paul St. Peter who has done a bunch of stuff. If you ever watched Digimon, he was Leomon. Uh, uh, I watched a version of Digimon with Haley. This is like right when I got her hooked on Inuyasha. Which one was Leomon? The big buff lion man. If you sent, Can you send me a picture? I might know who it is. Yeah, one sec. Like, I know some of the Digimon, but like usually that was when I was babysitting Haley. So we would watch Digimon, Monster Rangers, and Inuyasha after our parents left for work. Okay. I am uh, sending you a picture of Leomon on Facebook. Are you sending it in Messenger or... Oh, there it is. 
Yeah, there you uh, go. Like, okay, he voiced no, other people. Him. Okay, he voiced other people, but like the Only role Batman in Digimon he was Digimon. most known for would have been Leomon. Uh, I don't think he got far enough, but he was in JoJo Part 2. He voiced a character named Wham. I did not get very far into JoJo Part 2, so. I know. He he voices a character in that named Wham, as in uh, the band that George Michael was in. Wait, because what? that happens. Yeah. <laughs> the character's name was Wham for the band. <laughs> there are so many music references in JoJo, we're not even going to get into it now, but it's a thing. Um, but basically, the person that we don't get to hear uh, says, I meant your name. And um, Unknown says something to the effect of, uh, not, uh, of that not mattering. And then asks uh, the, per- the quiet person, do you remember your true name? And it just kind con- and the cutscene ends with um, the person we don't get to hear just going, my true name, dot, 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 is, dot, dot, dot. And then it switches away from that scene. <laughs> And uh, this is going to become a thing for uh, the prologue section of the game. Uh, We start getting some glitchy flashbacks of Kingdom Hearts 1. And what I mean by glitchy is it'll show a few seconds of a cutscene and then like cut to static and then cut to something else. Basically doing like that. Uh, I didn't take any pictures for them because you'll see it when you watch the Let's Play and it's all stuff from Kingdom Hearts 1. So meh. Um... But the, the ones that we get for this set of them are Kairi waking Sora up on the beach at the very beginning of the game. And weirdly, when he says, give me a break, Kairi, it cuts him off. He says, give me a break, Kai. And then that's where he gets cut off. Um, Sora and Riku racing on the beach with um, Riku's voice saying, giving up already. A shot of Sora, Riku, and Kairi sitting on the tree. And Riku basically saying, of all the worlds out there, I wonder why we ended up on this one. Um, Sora in the secret place with Ansem doing the whole this world has been connected tied to the darkness thing and this they actually uh, dubbed back over so they're not even though it's a scene from the first game they're not using Billy Zane's voice since he's not voicing Ansem anymore Billy Zane is officially gone do not know him <laughs> it's the new guy um, that I told you about Richard <laughs> Epcar um, new guy we're just gonna call him yeah. new guy uh, it's Richard Epcar. I know, I've seen him in other stuff. I'm not going to get into it right now. Um, Sora and Kyrie sitting on the dock at Destiny Islands, and Kyrie saying, Sora, don't ever change. Um, Riku, like, reaching his hand out to Sora as, like, the islands collapse and the darkness, like, swallowed both of them. Uh, there was one left. No, okay, yeah. Um, the dark side looming, like, just standing over Sora, like, for their bo- for that initial boss fight. And Ansem's voice saying, you understand nothing. And then um, the last sh- the last shot for this set is that shot of Kairi like, getting blasted through Sora. If you remember, that was where her heart ended up inside of him for most of the game. Kind of. Any- yeah, anyway, uh, then we switch to Roxas uh, sleeping in his bed. Hang on one sec, let me scroll through it. I have a picture. There's so many pictures. There he is. There's our boy. See, look at him. He's doing a snooze. But, um, but yeah. So it cuts... Give me just a second. Okay. But it, it cuts over to him, like, waking up and just going, ah, Have another dream the... about me. Oh, sorry, my tablet goes to sleep, and I'm like, you're sitting right here on my knee. Why are you falling <laughs> asleep? Okay, now I'm sitting. Ooh. Yeah. He, he wakes up. He's like, oh, another dream about him. And then looks out his window, and we get to see that we are in Twilight Town. Oh, hang on. I got to crop down this picture real quick. Am I waiting on something? So all I see is like blonde dude with freakishly big hands and feet. 
Yeah, it said the picture was too big, so I had to crop it down one side. So you're breaking up again. Are we waiting? Yeah, just a second. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Okay, there you go. Okay, here we go. I just saw... Ooh. Yes. He's a pretty sunrise. <laughs> um, And let me see, because we also get the, t- the title card, because, hey, guess where we are? Oh, wait, really? I gotta do this again. One <laughs> sec, gotta crop this one, too. This is about to be a thing, isn't it? There we go. So, yeah. I'm um, sorry, that re- title card looks like a really badly produced My Little Pony porn parody. Okay. Sure, I guess. I'm sorry, Damn. I spent too much time on Reddit earlier today. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the weird mystery place from Chain of Memories, we get to see it! We're in Twilight Town! Hooray! Yay! <laughs> That's a, like, vaguely devilish look. Seriously, in that screenshot you just sent, look behind the end of the world, Twilight. That looks freaking demonic. Oh, yeah, no, it's a clock tower, don't worry. It's, no. That's freaking, like, Baphomet or something. We also get an extra title card uh, letting us know this is the first day out of how many? Who knows? And now I have a sudden urge to play Majora's Mask tomorrow. Ma! <laughs> it's that's how it freaking starts! <laughs> I'm talking, her turning to Roxas, you've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Uh, um, but no, so after we get those title cards, we cut over to Roxas going to hang out with his friends in just an area that they just call the usual spot. So that's just what I'm going to refer to it as from now on, just because that's what it is. It's the usual me. spot. One sec, it's still going through. There it goes. Okay, so bad 90s anti-drug PSA. Ah, I mean, a little bit, yeah. Uh, going from no, left to right. There is no a little bit. Look at the fashion. Look at how they're sitting. Yeah. This is a freaking uh, dare ad right now. <laughs> All we're well, these kids are is, addicted to oh, something. What was his name? Crime McGruff or whatever? Ah, McGruff the Crime Dog. Yes, that's who we're missing. <laughs> In today's episode of Cat and Steven Date Themselves. Right. <laughs> um, okay, no. Going from left to right, this is Hayner, Pence, and Olet. So wait, say those names again. Hayner is the one on the far left uh, uh-huh. wearing the camo fucking pants. The Chester Benningfield wannabe. Okay. Sir. Pence is the chubby kid in the middle. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, you can't see it right now. I fucking <laughs> love. He's got a big logo on his uh, jersey muscle shirt thing that says Dog okay. Street. Oh. All right, so we got Chester Bennington, Mr. Product Placement, and who's the chick? Well, actually, real quick aside, uh, Dog Street is fucking... This is how Nomura is. This is a reference to his another game of his called The Bouncer. Because that the street that their bar was on was called Dog Street or something like that, if I remember right. So he had Pence's clothes branded as being by Dog Street. Just as a reference to, hey, remember that other game I did? Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. And then the girl on the end wearing the orange uh, little flower print tank top is Olette. Lolette? Okay. Olet. O-L-E-T-T-E. Olet. Gotcha. Yes. I'll go ahead and spell out their names just in case. No, I, yeah, please do. Otherwise, I will not remember. Otherwise, I'm going to call him Mr. Bennington, product placement, and what's her face? <laughs> uh, um, and, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I I'm gonna hate be this game now We're gonna keep for this making neutral. me write Pence's name so many times. Um, <laughs> sorry anyway Ro- uh, Roxas shows up to hang out with them and they are mad about something not him uh, he, they're not mad at Roxas um, 
Olette says, uh, Cypher, that's a, another guy that they know. We'll get a picture of him here in a minute. In a minute. He says, Cypher's gone too far this time. Hayner says, yeah, I mean, I know he doesn't like us, so if it was just him saying that we did it, then I'd understand. But everybody else treating us like thieves is too much, man. And basically, we find out something has gone missing in the town, and Roxas and his friends are getting blamed. So they're like, well, okay, so what should we do? And Roxas is like, well... Let's go find the real thieves. Clear our names. You know, that'll settle everything, right? <laughs> and this is where the game turns into a Mad Lib for 10 minutes. Because, um, basically they decide since they're going to go look for clues, they might as well bring their camera so they can take pictures of anything that they find. Well, we turn, we find out um, that their, their own pictures are missing. But it's not just the pictures. Is this thing going to post? Hang on. I might need to do these one at a time. Come on. God, his hair looks bad. <laughs> and wait, his... Did... The person that took that screenshot, did they blink that out? Or is it deliberate? What? Oh, no. The, the subtitling of the game is like this. And not just the subtitling. See, I'm just like... I'm the audio really cuts out at the word. Head, all I'm hearing is like the censoring beeps. And I'm like, my brain is filling in all kinds of shit. Oh, no, yeah. Hang on. I'll, once I can send you the last one, I'll... Tell you what uh, Nico did. Okay, there we go. Um, no, it's it's not just the text. Uh, when they're saying it out loud, their voices cut out. Are oh, are shit. gone. All are gone. You can't say why not. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> so someone has stolen something, and also not just. <laughs> I'm sorry. The last picture is making me laugh. You can't say. Beep. Why I know. not? I know. When Wait, I was a kid, oh I filled God. it in with. When I was a kid, I filled it in with poop because I was hilarious. I'm um, an adult and I'm filling it in with poop. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, but like Pence even says, not just, but the word, it, like uh, okay, y yeah, sure, dog. Um, Nico starts filling it in with penis. I didn't take any pictures of it, but like he he edits the text on screen. So instead of a blank, it's, he wrote in the word penis. So, <laughs> dude, I almost fucking died when he did that. It was incredible. Um, <laughs> no, see, what I'm thinking is, did you watch Vine at all when it was big? No, okay. barely know what Vine is. Okay, so. One of the people on Vine, his name was Lance. His big thing was prank videos, but, like, all of his family was in on it, so it wasn't, like, mean. Oh, okay. But one of the things, though, was he was watching, like, a kid show where it's, you know, Mary had a little lamb. But every time it was little lamb, he would just randomly scream out, dick. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing now. <laughs> if I can I find mean... it, I'll send it to you just so you can know what I'm hearing. I'll look for it later. But that's what I'm picturing right now. Every time there's a blank, I'm just picturing Lance screaming out, dick. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, so they're like, they kind of shake it off. They're like, oh, okay, that's real fucking weird. But yeah, let's go figure out what actually is going on. Uh, the other three all run out and Roxas collapses to the ground and passes out. <laughs> And we hear, <sighs> I gotta brace myself because I hate okay. him so much. Hang on, I'm um, sorry. You're gonna hate me for this, but I found it and I'm sending it to you. Okay, I'll watch that later. Um, you remember Diz from Chain of Memories? The guy I hate. Which one was he? He was the one that had like the belts wrapped around his head. Can you send me a picture that... real quick and I'll probably remember. Yeah, one sec. While you're doing that, seriously, watch the clip I just sent you. No. 
It's only a few seconds long, and you have to hear what I hear every time I see these blanks now. It'll make this whole, this entire eight plus months of recording so much more fun. There he is, that guy. Oh, okay, yeah, creepy dude. Um, he is now voiced by Christopher Lee, which sucks because Christopher Lee, great. Diz, awful. As in Saruman? Yes. So, yeah. Um, Roxas passes out, the screen just kind of fades to black, and we hear Diz's voice say, his heart is returning. Doubtless he'll awaken very soon. And then it goes back in to um, Alette, Alette waking Roxas up and being like, dude, get up off of the floor, it's dirty. I mean, <laughs> not that she actually says that. She's like, Roxas, come on. And then it gives us a movement tutorial. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, it's just, you know, walk over to the shop. The cat is missing. Use the lock on feature to find it. It's up on top of my shop. You know, that kind of crap. Doesn't matter. Um, although one of the NPCs involved does like, no, 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 that's later on. That's later on. Uh, I'll get back to that later on. This is where Nico, though, started uh, replacing all the blanks for the word that's gone missing with penis. Which was just fucking <laughs> top tier, dude. Yeah. Um, we go away. I don't know you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right then, my phone started ringing with no caller ID. I was like, I don't fucking know you, and you're calling me at quarter to ten. <laughs> um, we do uh, after the after the movement tutorial. They go to a different area to confront Cipher and his gang for a combat tutorial. I will go ahead and send you the pictures of them right now, if it will let me. Hang on just one second. Dude, dude, dude. Hang on. Hang on just one second, Stephen. I think I got a call from family. Let me see what it is real quick. Okay, let's... I'm going to pause on the timer. Yeah, pause. Yeah. All right, I just paused it. I'll be right back, okay? Okay. And I'm going to... I'm going to keep this running, but I'm just going to mute myself real quick. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. All right, back at Kingdom Hearts 2, day two now technically i guess um we're not going to start over we hadn't covered much of anything the game is a mad lib and christopher lee voices Diz. that's all that's happened um we will uh i still hate you for getting techno music stuck in my head also that cat's got techno stuck in her head because look at that waveform that's brilliant like on the one hand at least now i know where my college roommate's ringtone came from oh yeah but on the other hand now i finally got that shit back in my head again and i hate you for it <laughs> Ooh, i went up through my nose damn Ooh. oh no oh. ow <laughs> all right um so yeah we will we weren't uh, very far in so we'll just go ahead and start the uh, the timer over even though we're not actually starting over so hey that couple of minutes that you guys got already call that a bonus <laughs> yep i've got the timer ready whenever we're ready to hit it okay go ahead all right starting now okay so yeah they were someone had stolen of uh, the concept and the word of something and uh they were gonna go and find or Roxas and friends were gonna go and find out who the real culprit is. And to that effect, they ran into Cypher and his gang, which are the two most recent pictures in uh, the Ansem Report channel. Uh, for the first one, that's his group, left to right. That is Rai. He and the girl on the far right, her name is Foo. They're both, I'm pretty sure, from Kingdom or from Final Fantasy that's right. VIII. The Chester Bennington, the really weird '90s dude, and random side chick no 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 that's roxas's friends the three on the um on the most recent 
uh, or pictures oh, in, oh, in the I didn't scroll down far enough. Yeah. Bad. On the far left, that's Rai. Um, the girl on the far right is Fu. They were both with, uh, like, I haven't played Final Fantasy VIII, so I don't really know, but they were both uh, in Cypher's group in Final Fantasy VIII. There in between them is Vivi, who was like a mage in Final Fantasy IX, if I remember right, which is why he looks so out of place compared to the other two. He's a little bitty heartless. I, I know, he definitely looks like it. I assume that this has something to do with how Final Fantasy IX was, but I haven't played it, so I don't know. And then down below them is is a picture of actual Cypher. Um, he was the Leon's enemy in Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, he is, <laughs> in the English dub of the game, he is voiced by, um, I think it was Wilfred L., the guy who voiced um, Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond. That's who we're dealing with. It uh, doesn't ring a bell right off the bat. That's fair. Um, last time, if you remember, I said we were going to meet a, a character who just has some really good insults. This is him. Because he looks stupid. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I think I found this game's new shit bitch. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, the, the line that I got a screenshot of him saying, you can give us back the blank now. He goes, yeah. he goes on... Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's if you remember, I said um, Nico or Nico B, the Let's Player that I'm following this time, just started replacing all of those blanks with penis. So, so there's. Deity. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, Cypher goes on to say that was undeniable proof that we totally owned you lamers because that's how he talks. <laughs> what kind of freaking 90s after school special are we in? I know. It's so good. Um, basically, uh, this, but see, is... this was like twice as bad because I was watching more beyond belief earlier with, ah. you know, already the bad nineties and early two thousands fashion. Oh my God. That's incredible. And now I'm having to watch this shit. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in a time loop. Right. Um, but no, this is, this is where, uh, the game, this is where like through context, you can finally figure out, Oh, the thing that went missing is pictures. Because basically they have a short little dialogue that I guess Cypher and Roxas had gotten in a fight and uh, Cypher won and they had taken a picture of Roxas like down, like, passed out on the ground and Cypher like posing over him. So, <laughs> so that's why he said it's undeniable. The cat has corn and I can't unsee it. Do what? The dude's hat in the Anson reports. Like, I know it's not what it actually says, but when I glance at it, it looks like it says corn. Oh, it does. Like You're right. Band. And I can't unsee it. No, hang on. I looked up what that kanji was. Hang on a sec. The stupid hat. That's right. He has the character for Ore, which is like a more masculine form of personal pronoun. <laughs> so like tough guys will refer to themselves with Ore instead of Watashi. No, he has a corn hat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fucking close enough, honestly. Um, but right. But yeah, so basically, uh, Fu, decide, uh, Fu suggests that they should do a rematch, to which Roxas is like, alright, sure. But, or no, Hainer is like, okay, yeah, definitely. And then uh, Cypher's like, well, actually, maybe if you guys get down on your knees and beg for forgiveness, I'll forgive you and just let this whole thing slide. And so Roxas gets down on his knees at, like he's about to beg, but then notices uh, three, uh, three weapons sitting on the ground in front of him, and instead... That has you pick one and fights. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pop those in. Just one sec. Come on, phone. Let's <laughs> say I'm waiting. Uh, hang on. Here. While you're doing that, I'm going to go turn my TV off real okay. quick. Okay. 
I was re-watching Suicide Squad before we started. Matt. Not the new one. Still haven't seen the new one. Yeah, I still haven't either. I don't know when or if I'm gonna. It looks good, though. Okay, we are not gonna discuss what this looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the angle. It's supposed to be a staff, so like a star at the end. Um, How did you see that first picture and think staff? I know. Um, That's, oh my god, the color is not helping. I know, it, it really doesn't help. Um... None of the other pictures are helping. Okay, this is a, this is a thing that we'll get into later on in the prologue. Uh, but they have a sport in Twilight Town called Struggle, which is basically make two kids go hit each other with foam bats. <laughs> so this is like picking out your struggle bat to fight Cipher. Um, it doesn't quite have the same effect as the choosing the sword, shield, and staff from the first game. Whichever one you pick here just gives you like plus one to that stat. So if you pick the staff plus one to your magic if you pick the the uh, struggle bat with a handguard on it plus one to your defense if you pick the regular struggle bat plus one to your attack um <laughs> i do like picking either the staff or the handguard because it then makes it look like roxas is that kid who has a <laughs> well it makes it look like roxas is that kid with like a custom struggle bat because he's really into it oh i'm sorry Okay, so I was sending a picture of the staffs to a friend of mine, and right then, Casey's picture just came across my phone screen. Ah, wait, what did Casey do? <laughs> What's your weapon of choice to beat a bunch of orbs out of prepubescent children? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I love Casey just for that question. <laughs> um, I was sending somebody just a picture of the staffs and everything, and all of a sudden, that question pops on my phone. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm focusing. No, you're I'm fine. Focusing. You're fine. <laughs> I love our Discord channel. I really do. I know. Anyway, so yeah, you pick which, uh, whichever one you're going to use. That will be your weapon throughout this whole section. Um, God, these look bad. Yeah. You can. They're so bad. Since you're... The middle one is at least okay, but the other two, there is no getting around that. Yeah. Um, since you are still in the early part of the game. You can either win or lose this fight and you'll still be able to continue. Basically, if you win, Cypher is like down on the ground because he lost and Roxas is posing over him. And then if you lose, Roxas is passed out on the ground and Cypher is posing over him. That's the only real difference. Um, but after you after you do that, one sec, let me go ahead and grab the next picture because, ho, oh, you think you've already seen some weird stuff in, uh, in this episode? Say what? Wait. I was saying, oh, you think you've already seen uh, seen some weird stuff? Boop. Oh, God. Ooh, ooh, that's like very Silent Hill looking. Yeah, one of those little dudes, um, after the fight, whoever wins, uh, Pence, I forgot his name for a second, geez. Pence takes a picture of the winner posing over the loser, and one of these little dudes literally hops down right next to him, swirls around, grabs the camera, and like floats off. Like literally, it doesn't touch the ground, it just like slithers through midair. Um, I'm not going to tell you what these things overall are called, but this particular one of them is called Dusk, just so I can say Dusks instead of the weird things every time. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, they're obviously all kind of freaked out, like, what the hell was that? And they're like, well, whatever, that's got to be the culprit, chase after it. Uh, to which, obviously, you, you do that, you do the thing that I just said. And you chase it all the way to the mansion, if you remember from Twilight Town. Going ahead and posting that one now. Go, go, picture posting. Wait, I'm waiting, hang on. Oi, what do you mean unable to share? One sec, I gotta crop it. 
I texted Haley the picture of the staff, and she agrees with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. Okay, here so we yeah, go. So, you... yeah, Hang on. Let me switch back over to Anselm Force. So now, I saw the alert pop up on my phone. Now, I've got, a... yeah. I've got a Discord up on my tablet, and I'm messaging on my phone, so I have to flip back and forth. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, so you, you catch up to the squiggly dude outside the mansion, and as Roxas is catching up, the screen goes blank, and some text appears on it that just says, we have come for you, my liege. There's no voicing. The voicing to that was was all done by me. That's just uh, editorializing. That's uh-huh. But yeah, I went ahead and I don't know why, because it's just text on a black background, but I went ahead and posted that too. <laughs> and, okay. and yeah, exactly. Roxas is like, Ugh. and then like four more of, I mean, fair question. yeah, four more of those little dudes show up. And so obviously you got to try to fight them. But much like when Sora was using uh, the little wooden sword to fight Heartless in the first game, it doesn't do shit. And uh, so it makes you try for like a minute. And then, hang on, just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Okay, no, I'm not. Uh, You actually, um, mechanic-wise, start in this game getting reaction commands, which will do different things in battle depending on like the enemy that you're fighting. The one that you can get for Dusks is really neat. It's called Reversal. And it's basically, it's nothing huge like you just kind of skid around them but it discombobulates them so they're like what where did he go but anyway i say all that to say after it makes you try to fight them in vain for a minute or two the keyblade pops up i'm posting the picture hang on i'm waiting because what do you fucking what do you mean unable to share hang on i gotta crop this one too are you breaking things no i think the i think the file for, sure? I think the file for these pictures is just too big since I don't have Discord and Nitro or whatever it's called. So what you're saying is you're breaking no. things. No. Uh-huh. He's totally breaking things. No, I didn't break anything. I just I just had to crop the picture down. There it goes. So yeah, you get this cool, like, digital effect over it as it does. Okay, so he's holding a giant anal probe. Okay. We've, we've already discussed what the struggle bats look like. <laughs> I'm not letting you go. I'm sorry. I know you're not. He is holding a massive butt plug. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to behave. Uh huh. But then, um, not not Roxas doing. What's actually sort of neat, and this is never really explained. It's I get. I'm just gonna say like the Keyblade kind of having a will of its own. Um, it is. It is the same Keyblade as Sora ended up having. If you remember his. Be a Keyblade. It didn't even look like a blade. I know, right. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. That's just what it looked like as it was, like, phasing in with that little digital effect. He ends up having uh, the same keyblade that Sora had. Freaking butt plug. I know, I know. There it goes. But, um... Okay, now it's the keyblade. Yeah, so it's never, like, properly explained, I guess, just sort of the keyblade having a limited will of its own. Um, Because Rox is holding it out like that. That's not him doing that. As soon as it appears in his hand, it just kind of, like, jerks him into that position like come on i want to fight <laughs> but yeah you do uh you win obviously um once once you beat the dusk it like explodes i mean not like a huge explosion but like how heartless would always sort of like fizzle and explode into darkness basically that same kind of thing and uh when it does um some pictures just fall to the ground i didn't they look at all of them uh but i only saved the two most important ones that i will go ahead and post into the Ansem reports now. There we go. So that's the one that uh, Cypher said was undeniable proof that he totally owned those lamers. <laughs> and this next one is just a picture of the gang. Like, 
outside the mansion for whatever reason. Like, I guess they were hanging out. Dead on the floor. That's yeah. He had beaten Roxas in a fight. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they noticed that all of the pictures that they recovered are pictures of Roxas. Well, Roxas and other people. And Pence is like, hey, wouldn't it be weird if those guys were, like, trying to steal the real Roxas or something? And, like, yeah, Pence, that would totally be weird. Ha 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 Their clothes are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're JRPG as hell. One sec. Otto came in, so I gotta close the door again. Otto, come on. There we go. Otto, baby. <laughs> Okay, now he's looking at the door like, why do you close that? <sighs> Unhelpful ass dog. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so they, they figure, okay, you know what, whatever. At least now we got everything back. We may not have been able to catch the person, but at least we can give everyone their pictures back. And so everyone's like, all right, yeah, cool. We'll go do that. See, y'all, see you guys tomorrow. Um, after his friends leave and it's just Roxas in the usual spot by himself, we briefly hear uh, Sora's voice saying, where am I? Who's there? Who are you? And then uh, we get a, a new screen telling us that, hey, restoration is at 12%. See, Casey agrees with me on the picture. <laughs> yeah, I bet she does. Because, uh, no, I'm not saying look, you're wrong. Look, look, look in the Kingdom Hearts chat. <laughs> God. Okay, then, ooh, static. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we get an update letting us know uh, that... Restoration, like I said, is at 12%. So that's cool. That's fine. <laughs> and then, regrettably, we have to talk about a scene that has Diz in it. I don't wanna, but he's here. Um, he's sitting at a big, dumb computer that I wasn't able to get a good picture of on this cut screen, or this cut scene, but I will be able to show you later on because it's ridiculous just how incredibly huge this computer is that why he's sitting at. Do what? I said, why can't I see it now? Ooh, I wasn't it, creepy. The this cut or this cutscene just was never a good angle to get like a solid picture of the computer, but I'll be able to show you that later on. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so we regrettably have to talk about Diz for a minute, uh, even though I don't wanna. It's it's nothing huge. It's him and that mystery person in a black cloak. Uh, Diz just says, "Organization miscreants. They found us." And this dude, I'm just going to call Stranger for right now, uh, says, but why would the nobodies steal photographs? And Diz, to which Diz replies, both are nothing but data to them. The fools could never tell the difference. We are running out of time. Nominee must make haste. And that's where that cutscene ends. So, yeah. Um, but then we get some more uh, glitchy uh, Sora memories, cutscenes from the first game, where this time it is... Uh, a quick shot of Pluto waking Sora up in Traverse Town. Uh, then it switches over to Sora running around in, in Traverse Town saying, what happened to my island? Or what happened to my home? My island. Riku. Kai. And then his voice gets cut out again at, as right before he can say Kyrie's name. Uh, we get the shot of him meeting Leon, who is now no longer voiced by Boreanis. That was only for the first game. He's now voiced by Doug Airholtz, which I'm pretty sure I've seen in other stuff, but I'm not going to look that up right now. Um, we get the shot of Donald and Goofy landing on Sora in Traverse Town, uh, from the first game, then them, like, all officially introducing themselves and agreeing to travel together, uh, Leon and Aerith telling him, uh, the Heartless Spear, the Keyblade, and then a shot of 
Sora sealing the keyhole in Agrabah, but this time laid over with a voiceover from Jafar saying, but the boy is a problem. He found one of the keyholes. And then Roxas wakes <laughs> Jeez. And then Roxas wakes up in his bedroom and it's the second day. I could say sorry, but I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, I know you won't. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. I mean, on the other hand, so far, I haven't had reason to call Riku or anybody else a shit bitch. I'm just making any windows. This is also so, true. In your windows. It, I'm sorry. I'm going to blame that one on not sleeping last I night. I was going to blame so. it on Scrubs. I'm just going to blame it on too much caffeine and not enough sleep. That's also fair. Because I have had so much caffeine today. There we go. Anyway, that's the heading for the second day. I mean, it looks the same, but I might as well go ahead and post it. Um, Ooh, I like the light effects, though. Yeah. Uh, but he's shiny. <laughs> Roxas wakes up and he's he's like looking down at his hand. He goes, a key blade? <laughs> like, okay, you doing all right there, dude? Um, But I guess Roxas is not doing all right there, dude, because he's still thinking about this as he's walking up to the usual spot to go hang out with uh, Hainer, Pence, and Olette. Um, still thinking about the keyblade, and he's he picks up a stick, just a random-ass stick that he finds on the ground, and kind of, I mean, you've been a kid. You've done this before. Like, swinging it around, just pretending like it's a sword. And then he's he just tosses it, and it hits the dude in the black cloak. And Roxas is like, oh, sorry about that, but dude just, want, er, just walks off, so... It's good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, so he's like, okay, well, that was weird, whatever, I guess, and goes into the usual spot to hang out with Hainer, Pence, and Olette. This is where the ice cream thing starts coming up, because they're all eating ice cream. I went ahead and sent you a picture. Ice cream pop. Yeah. <laughs> um, Finally doesn't look phallic. <laughs> fair. Um, well, I'll tell you the flavor later on. It, it looks tropical flavored. Yeah, kind of. Um... Anyway, though, uh, Pence, for some damn reason, decides to get existential for a minute. Like, I mean, I guess teenagers will do sometimes. <laughs> because out of... I mean, every now and then, almost every teenager has their little pseudo... Shit, what am I looking for? Not psychic. Philosophical? Yes, thank you. Hey. They have their moments every now and yeah, then. Yeah, because in the midst... And then you look back on it as an adult and you just cringe really hard. Yeah, fair. Uh, in the midst of them all just sitting there eating ice cream, Pence, like, puts his down, and he's like, do you guys think we'll always be together like this? <laughs> to which Alette's like, I sure hope so. And Hainer's like, well, hey, where did that come from? And <laughs> Pence, like, I mean, it's not like he was sitting there, like, thinking about that. It's not like he was, like, sitting there, ha like, having some whole conversation going on or something. This is probably just something that popped into his head. Because he just goes, oh, well, you know, just thinking out loud. And Hainer, this is like one of the deepest things this idiot boy ever says. Because not not that Hainer's like a big dumb dummy, but you can tell he's not the smart one in the group. Uh, but He's not prized for his brains. There we go. Um, he will later on be referred to as a local attitude problem. <laughs> I mean, I could see that. Yeah, but he, he goes, well, I doubt we can be together forever. But isn't that what growing up's all about? What's important isn't how often we see each other, but how often we think about each other, right? <laughs> and Pence, again, just being a shitty teenager and these guys not being comfortable enough to actually sit down and, like, tease this out and have a conversation. <laughs> Pence just goes, ha, did you get that off of a fortune cookie? And Hainer's like, that's it, no more ice cream for you. And then because he's bored, just goes, man, today's starting out to be a drag. And they decide, or he decides that it's because 
summer vacation is almost over and they haven't even gone to the beach yet. Like, what are they? Man, what are we, I know that feeling. Yeah, right. Like, what are we doing with our lives? Um, so he decides they're all going to go what to the beach. Even, man. But there is just one problem. They don't have money. I mean, also feel that. Yeah. Um, he says they haven't gone all summer and Roxas, it's Roxas that does it. He literally just turns to Hayner and he's like, maybe you forgot, but we're broke. <laughs> and Hayner's like, maybe you forgot. I'm smart. Which, no, you're not. That's no, you're not, honey. No, you're not. No. Um, but what is actually kind of funny is basically he's like, all right, come on. I've got a plan. So like every the other two run out to catch up to him. And this is where you finally get like a save point appearing in the game. The game decides to make this fucking cannon because after you save, it will then start up a short little cutscene of Roxas just standing there staring off into space and Pence pokes his head back in and is like, Roxas, come on. But as an aside to that, instead of continuing the game right away, this is where uh, Nico B, again, the Let's Player that I'm following, uh, noticed that they have skateboards in this game. <laughs> and bless this dude's heart, he spent like a solid, I think, five minutes just skateboarding around the area outside the usual spot, just going, fuck yeah, this is awesome! Look at him grinding that sick board, bro. I know, it's so great. It was funny. Um, uh, you know what that's giving me flashbacks to right now? Did you ever play the original Spyro trilogy? I played the first game. So you never played Spyro 3? I don't think so. Okay, so Spyro 3 was Year of the Dragon, where you had to free dragon eggs. Okay, yeah, definitely did not play. And it had one of the levels, like, one of the little, like, side game levels that had dragon eggs, which you had to go through, like, this little skate park as Spyro on a skateboard. You had to, like, flame lizards and knock them out, but that's exactly what that just reminded me of. Yeah, that sounds right. This dude thinks he's so tough, hanging ten. Wait till you're a four-legged purple dragon and then hang ten. When did Spyro 3 come out? Okay, yeah, 2000. What is up with games in the early 2000s or 2000s and sticking uh, skateboards in them? Frickin' Tony Hawk. Yeah, you know what? I don't even know why I asked. You're right. We're just gonna blame Tony Hawk, although, love Tony Hawk. Yeah. But, yeah, his fault. So, this is where we're getting closer to talking about struggle, because Hayner's ADHD ass gets sidetracked from his plan to go to the beach, and instead points out um, a poster for an upcoming struggle tournament. And he and Roxas are like, yeah, man, just two days to go. We're both going to enter, and it's going to be great. That way, whichever one of us wins, all four of us can split the prize. And it's like, weren't you guys doing something a minute ago? I'm sorry. I can't get over the one kid's oversized baggy t-shirt and basketball jersey. It's so good. It's killing me. It's, it's so good. Um, it's killing me. But anyway, 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 back to the thing that they were doing. Hayner has a plan. They're going to go to the beach. Um, Does one of them have a fucking fanny pack? Do what? The one in the middle. I mean, I know that's part of his shirt, but it looks like he has a really saggy ass fanny oh, pack. Oh no, his pants are just like that. Um, he's that's what means. I know it's part of his normal outfit, but it looks like he has a way overloaded fanny yeah, pack. Yeah, his pants are like that dark green, and then like the pant legs have got like extra that gray part just like tapped onto them. That's just how his pants look. It's very good. God, what mother lets you all out of the house that way? <laughs> RPG mom. God. Anyway, hang on. let's go. Hang on, I'm going to show you what his pants look like oh, no. from the front. Oh, no. No, well, because actually, I don't think I've given you a full body shot of Roxas yet. No, you haven't. So there we go. 
I know. It's so ridiculous. He's wearing chaps without the strap. I know. <laughs> God. Oh, goodness. Um, if he had just kept his pants like the dark color the whole way down, it would be fine. If it, but if it was the no. dark color all the way down, it'd be fine. If it was the cream color all the way saying, up, it'd it be fine. Color, that's what I'm saying is stick with the one color. We'd be good, <sighs> but no. Roxas's outfit Ugh. is just incredible. Um, but anyway... Okay, so until I see something different, he's the new shit bitch. <laughs> Just because of his outfit, he's the fucking shit bitch. Honestly, I figured you would either say that about Hainer or um, Cypher. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the jersey-wearing kid. His mother makes fun of him enough. I don't need to add to goodness. it. Um, but so they figure out how much money, and again, remember, money in this game is M-U-N-N-Y. That is what their money is called. You're right, the, the money. Yeah, um... You have to say it, but you can't just say money. It's money. Yep. Uh, they figure out how much each of them have. Uh, Pence has eight hundred. Alette has six fifty. Roxas has one hundred and fifty money, which is literally just the money you got from fighting that dusk yesterday. Um, and Hainer, I guess, must have zero because he just goes off of the total that they tell him. And he's like, "Great, that means that we've got or that we need thirty six hundred money for the train tickets, and then twelve hundred or no." He says, okay, great. You have a really shitty conversion rate. No, I had, I had myself mixed up. Uh, he, he, go, he goes off of their total and is like, great. So we need uh, 3600 money for train tickets and 1200 for pretzels. So that, minus what you guys have, we need to earn 800 money each. And um, so the second day of, of this thing is doing chores. I'm going to let that wash over you for however long it takes. I'm trying to suppress it. That's fair. Um, but yeah, uh, so you can do this for however long you want. Uh, you won't, You have to do it until you earn 800 money on top of what you already had. But if you keep going past that, um, once you once you finish at the 800, you'll get like plus one to your AP, which uh, AP is the points that you use to equip different abilities. So if you keep going, you can earn okay. like, plus two or plus three, just depending on how much, uh, how much you earn plus money. So there's that. Um, right. but anyway, the, the different odd jobs that you can do around town, there are six of them. Uh, you can do mail delivery, which is, <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding on this cat. You get a skateboard and for all of them, it's like something, it's something short so that you can keep doing the same one over and over or all of them over and over without taking too long. Uh, so you just have to deliver five letters, one of which is to a bird. No, I think two of them are to birds. I think two of them go to birds. What? I don't know. <laughs> as you're skating by someone that you have Why? to, you get a skateboard, and as you're skating by somebody that you have to deliver a letter to, it'll pop up the little. Is it the same skateboard that we had earlier? Yeah. Um. There's a different style of skateboard for every world. That's what the one for Twilight Town looks like. Um. But yeah. Um. You, as you're skating by someone that you can deliver a letter to, it'll give you the reaction command, press triangle to deliver. And I'm not even kidding. Two of the ones that you can deliver a letter to are birds. I don't know what that means. But I don't know. <laughs> I like to think it means that Roxas got tired of doing it and is like, you know what? Fuck it. This letter goes to a bird. You know what? I'll go with yeah. that. We're going to make this. Coming. Yeah. Um. I may talk about this later on, but where I said each uh, each world has a different style of skateboard. Um, uh -huh. Once you can't do, you don't get this available until you've beaten the story for the level. So if you come back to look for items or grind or whatever, 
uh, you can get an option to usually one of the NPCs in the world, if you talk to them, will like initiate doing this. Um, go through like a sectioned off area to do skateboard tricks and build up points. I never did anything with it, so I don't really know what you get. I'll have to look into that later on. But but yeah, you can do skateboard tricks in every world if you want to. Actually, all but one of them, and you, once we get to that world, you'll see why. Um, but anyway, the next one is called Cargo Climb. It's basically somebody has got like a trailer with just a big-ass heavy load on it. And instead of having, instead of Roxas like pushing it up with his hands and muscles, you know, like a normal person, he decides he's going to be an RPG character and hit it up there with his struggle bat. What? Yeah, you just attack it until it rolls up the hill. I mean, to be fair, I was forced to do that just to get money to go to the beach. Yeah, that's fair. I'd probably attack something too. Yeah. Uh, this um, another one that you can do is called Grandstander. This one actually sounds like it'd be kind of fun in real life. Uh, there's a spot next to a couple of shops where they just have a big ball sitting on the ground, and it's basically you just seeing how many times you can hit the ball to keep it in the air. So the better performance that you do, the more money that you get from it, basically. Which all of these you can, all of these you get more money or less money depending on how well you do. Um. The letters, it's based on, or most of them, it's based on time. The letters in the cargo climb, it's based on time. The um, the grandstander one, it's based on how many times you can hit the ball before it hits the ground. Uh, the next one, the one that I spent most of my time on whenever I play the game, is poster duty. You'll go to an area within Twilight Town, and they want you to put up posters advertising the struggle tournament. And like, if you find yourself the right path and just go through it real quick, it's really easy to get uh, to get the 800 that you need because if you can complete it in under a minute, which is really easy to do, you get like 150. Ooh, yeah, nice. So, yeah, exactly. So you just got to do that like a couple of times because uh, that's another one. Uh, that that one is also based on time. Um, the next one is called they call it Bumble Buster. You're fighting bees. You're in a back alley fighting bees. I mean, to be fair, that sounds like something that would happen in, like, Little Rock. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> God. Right? I just, I just, the image of, like, a teenager in these dumbass anime clothes swinging a foam bat at bees and being paid for it is just very funny. Uh, that one... Because, like, I'm picturing, like, the battle noises that, like, most PlayStation game protagonists nope. make. <laughs> exactly. Like Legend of Zelda. I'm like sinking in Link's fighting noises in with this little teenager <laughs> just fighting bees in a back. I mean, yeah, pretty much. It's exactly that. That one's another one where your score is based on time. I am always bad at it because the bees move around so much. Uh then the last one is called junk uh, junk so you're blaming the bees, yeah. is what you're saying. Yes. Um the last one is called junk sweep, which was harder to say than it should be. Um that one has you just beat the shit out of trash? Okay, I'm sorry. The iPad or the Discord glitched a little bit. You said beat the shit out of a giraffe? Trash. Garbage. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes... Well, not a lot more sense, but... <laughs> Fair. Seems more reasonable. Yeah. That one, instead of it being based on time, you earn more money by doing it in fewer swings because it's another one where you're hitting them all with your bat. So, like... Basically encouraging you to figure out how to line them up right to knock one, or knock piles into other piles. There's a way to do it. 
with not very many swings, but I was never able to figure that out. I'm not good at that one either. <laughs> the the two that I would do would either be mail delivery or poster duty because I got really good at those. But anyway, uh, however long you decide to go, and what's what's fucking ridiculous is the total um, amount of money that you earn is always five thousand. So no matter how long you sit there and keep going the total between the entire group will always be 5,000. So if you sit there and earn the entire 5,000 yourself, that just means the others didn't do shit. Right. Yeah, right? Um, but Alette has a special little handmade pouch of hers that she that she puts all the money in. Stop that. Stop that. Behave yourself. One sec. I'm okay. Yeah, sure you are. I'm good. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. No, I'm not. I know you're not. I'm blaming it on lack of sleep. Uh huh. I'm blaming it on your <laughs> dirty mind. <coughs> mm. okay. So anyway, I have posted the picture of it You're in Discord. <laughs> Jeez. Um. It is a cute little. Pouch, it is. Though. See. See, she's got normal clothes on. Yeah, I know. She's just wearing like a flowery tank top and I think jeans. That's almost kind of like a. Just in that particular screenshot, it kind of reminds me of like a Lilo and Stitch kind of thing. No, not jeans. That's right. She's wearing little like capri pants. Oh, let's dress. I mean, to be fair. She looks normal. It's the guys that are apparently fashion challenged. Well, At least she looks normal. Pence honestly is dressed fairly normal. I've seen dudes dress like that in real life. You're in fucking camo pants. Come no, on. No, no. Hey, no. Pence is the one wearing the, uh, the tank top. I've seen people dress like that in real life. So him, I'll give a pass. Okay. Yeah, we'll <laughs> give him a pass too. But, but anyway. anyway, the other two, though, just damn. Um, seeing, seeing money written out, though, it, it hurts. I know. it's It fucks me up every time I remember it. Um, it's painful. For some fucking reason, instead of... Since Olette pulls the pouch out of her own pocket, instead of just sticking it back in her own pocket when they go inside to, um, to go buy the tickets inside the train station, she gives it to Roxas? I don't know. Bye. It's literally just so this next cutscene can happen. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I mean, his freaking two-tone pants are big enough. He should at least have some pockets in those. I pants. mean, fair. He's probably got some pretty big pockets in there. Um, but as as everybody else is running off, Hainer and Roxas kind of hang back. And Hainer, again, one of these weird philosophical moments that teenagers have goes, "We can't be together forever, so we'd better make the time that we do have something to remember." And Roxas is like, "Huh?" <laughs> And Hayner, getting embarrassed, just punches him in the arm and is like, gotcha, and runs off. Oh, kid, you're going to be okay, probably. I don't know. Actually, I can't promise that. I wouldn't say probably. Yeah, never mind. Um, And then something just wild happens. Uh, Roxas is walking toward the train station and trips out of damn nowhere. And, like, the camera zooms out and... As it shows him lying dead on the pavement, a, the stick from earlier that he picked up and tossed at the black cloak dude just lands on the ground. <laughs> like, uh, what? Okay. Um, which I guess must mean that this dude threw it, hit Roxas in the leg, made him fall, and then as he was falling, I guess kicked the stick up so that it went flying backward or some shit. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> but um, the, the black cloak dude, like, just kind of appears right next to Roxas, grabs him by the arm and yanks him to his feet. He whispers something. We don't get a subtitle and there's no voice for it yet. Um, 
we'll come back to this scene later on and it'll tell us later. So don't worry. Um, and then too late. Worrying. I mean, fair <laughs> too late worrying. There we go. Um, and so the others call him and they're like, Roxas, come on. And again, this is why Alette should have just kept the perch or the pouch in her own damn pocket. Because when they're at the ticket counter, Roxas suddenly doesn't have it anymore. And everybody's like, wait, dude, what? And he's like, I got it. You remember when I fell? I bet that guy took it. And they're all like, what guy? There was nobody there. Are you okay? Because they all just saw Roxas trip and then get up by himself. Now, see, I know you've never seen the Pony Dot Move series, but anytime any character asks if somebody's okay, that's all I can hear is, go Roxas. Yeah, right? I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. No, no, it's, it's, yeah. Um, it's messed up and you don't want to know what I'm talking that's about. That's fair. So yeah, for whatever reason, the guys just didn't see the black cloak dude, I guess. Uh, so instead of going to the beach, they figure, well, we'll go sit on top of this fucking clock tower and eat ice cream because that's safe. Uh, hang on. Let me give you the zoomed out shot first. Oi, I'm going to have to crop this one down. Hang on one sec. What am I waiting on? Oh, I'm trying to post a picture of these idiots like sitting on the clock tower eating ice cream. Oh, God. There we go. Maybe now it'll post. Because that's safe, I guess. I would be so tempted to just walk behind them and be like, kick, kick, kick. I mean. They're asking for it. I mean. Yeet. Okay, hang on. Because it also zooms in. One sec. Yeet the motherfucker one, yeet the motherfucker two. There we go. Had to crop off a little bit of Hainer, but that'll probably be fine. Hey. There we go. Okay, especially yeet the motherfucker in the jersey. <laughs> his clothes and his hair make me angry. <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised you're more mad at, at Pence than Hainer for his fashion choices. That little shit bit needs to go. <laughs> But yeah, so the guys are eating their ice cream. Roxas is so sad and lost in thought that like he's forgotten and his ice cream is just melting. And to the game's credit, it does a close up on his ice cream and tries to show you a little bit of it like sloughing off. But it doesn't look very good because of, you know, what year this is. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, they're working with what they yeah, got. I mean, they tried. It, it, you, you get the point. The point comes across at least. And this is where right. it flashes back to when the Black Cloak stranger guy um, picked him up and like whispered something at him and we didn't get to hear what it was. They were saving that big reveal for right now because it's so important. Um, instead, or what he said was, can you feel Sora? And then just, can you feel it? Yeah, that's the same fucking thing that I think every time I see this cutscene now. <laughs> can you feel it, Raxus? Can you feel it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're not super sure what he meant by that, but he asked Roxas if he could feel Sora, and Roxas is like, I don't know what that means. Um, one sec. Making sure I'm not getting ahead of myself. Da, 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 da. Okay, no. I was thinking of something later on. Okay, but anyway, uh, Restoration is at 28%. There it goes. Yay, more status. Yeah! Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah as, as that fades out, we hear um, Diz's voice just go, Namine! Hurry! I don't fucking know. Um, Motherfucking nominee. Well, to be fair, she is, I guess, like, they did They did Bitch. end Chain of Memories saying that she's going to be fixing Sora over the course of they don't know how long, but you'll eventually come to find out that it's been about a year. Um, 
we we go over to a scene between Diz and the Black Cloak dude, and I still couldn't quite get a good picture of Diz's stupid ass computer, but I promise it's coming. Just hold on. Um, but anyway, uh, the Black Cloak dude has um, has the pouch. Uh, like basically, he's just kind of tossing it up, like he's bored, like but but that, and the. He's like, why not just let them go to the beach? And hang on, what was it that Diz said? Because it's a lot. Okay, there we go. Diz says that he could... No, it's, he doesn't say, why not let them go to the beach? The Black Cloak dude is like, would it really be so hard to just make a beach? And Diz says that they can't make a beach because then that would be another entry point for their enemies to get in. To which the Black Cloak guy is like, okay, sure. Uh, so anyway, what do you want me to do with this? And... Uh, <laughs> First, he jokes that they could always just go buy some sea salt ice cream. So, hey, that's the flavor they've been eating, the blue. Um, which, I guess, is a fair color for sea salt. I don't know. It always seems a little weird to me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> eh, yeah. It, get, it does get that, like, tropical uh, sea look to it. So, whatever. Uh, but anyway, okay. uh, after, jo- after joking that they could just go buy some ice cream with it, um, he instead tells uh, the Black Cloak dude, to just delete it he says objects from that town don't belong in the real world which is a hell of a thing to say (sighs) and uh then we get some glitchy kingdom hearts one flashbacks again um we see triton telling sora that the keyblade wielder is not supposed to meddle in the affairs of other worlds we see ariel saying so many places out there that she still wants to see she just knows that she will someday uh we see phil dubbing them junior heroes and that <laughs> Sora and the others getting mad me like what do you mean junior heroes and then being like you you guys still don't understand what it takes to be a true hero uh we see Aladdin wishing for genie's freedom we see uh, uh Jack being er, apologizing to Sally for not listening to her and so, uh, Sally being like don't worry Jack this time we'll come up with a plan for next Halloween together uh, we st- How many times does that motherfucker not listen to Sally? I'm going to be honest with you. It keeps happening. It's all they know how to do with him. Um, we see- Dude's got our ADHD look like nothing. I Oh my god. Fucking seriously. Anytime Christmas comes up. Um, we see a shot, not even of like a regular story cutscene. Um, Sora summoning Mushu. <laughs> so like, if you remember from the Let's Play, every time he does a summon, like it'll have a little cutscene of him like, swirling the keyblade around and then like them something being summoned out of a cloud of smoke we see that but for mushu um what's the next one? Oh, right uh we see riku when he was still being mean uh back in monstro saying or are you too cool to play them now that you have the keyblade and then sora asking have you found her her being kairi so he can he can refer to kairi without getting cut off if it's using pronouns so there's that i guess um after this one, it briefly shows a picture of just Kyrie's face on like a white background. <laughs> um, and then it switches over to Sora and Peter Pan from the end of um, Neverland. Sora saying, I still can't believe it. I really flew. Wait till I tell Kai. I wonder if she'll believe me. Probably not. And then it switches uh, again to another picture of Kyrie's face on a white background <laughs> uh, to Sora and Tinkerbell. If I remember right, there's no audio on this one, but if I remember right, I think it's um, when Tinkerbell was flying over to him and like officially becoming a summon. Um, we see a shot of Sora talking to Cloud and Sora saying, I'm searching too. And Cloud saying, for your light, don't lose sight of it. And this is where um, I will real quick just mention 
that all of their names kind of vaguely have something to do with either uh, the light or light slash sky, the earth or the sea. And Kyrie is light slash sky with her name. No, no, I'm sorry. I've got that wrong. Sora's name is that Kyrie is representative of the sea. Riku's representative of ground. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Thought I had a point there. Turns out I didn't. Anyway, <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Sora um, hanging out with Pooh and his friends and saying that he's got to go keep looking for his own friends because they're waiting for him. We get another shot of Kyrie. Um, Sora talking to Riku on Hook's pirate ship and Riku saying that he should be worrying about her. It's that one where he like steps aside and we see P- Kyrie's lifeless body just sitting there just bleh, instead of uh, worrying about Donald and Goofy. Um, but right as he steps aside and it's going to show Kyrie, it cuts away to a different scene. Um, we see Sora steal, uh, sealing the keyhole in Neverland. And, uh, then the, the scene, the shots that I've, that I said it was showing of like Kyrie's face on the white uh, background. If you remember at the very end of Chain of Memories, when he was like trying to remember all of his friends, it had just a white background and all of them kind of fading in. It's that because right. it's. Because now it just shows that, but for Riku and Kyrie. But anyway, uh, so that takes care. Uh, so that section is done. Uh, okay, no, it's not. It's still a little ways off. I thought this was the cutscene where I got a picture of Diz's dumbass computer. We're getting there. We're getting close. It's at it's at the end of day three, and we're we're at the start of day three now. Um, but we do see um, a quick shot of Diz at his computer. Uh, we see a shot of Naminé looking at Sora's, like, pod that he's been sleeping in. Um, whew, running out of breath. <laughs> um, we see it represents this visually as Naminé just kind of standing on a black background. But basically her and Roxas having kind of a mental uh, conversation. Um where basically it's just Roxas like seeing her and being like, who are you? And then Nominee smiles, but doesn't actually say anything. And then it cuts to uh, Roxas's room uh, because he's waking up to start the third day. And, oh, geez, I ran out of breath again. <sighs> okay, I'm okay. Sorry. Anyway. Are you sure you're okay? Yes, as Roxas is waking up, we get a very brief glimpse of Nominee like standing off to the side, fucking watching him sleep. Edward, put some pants on. <laughs> I'm just gonna headcanon that she's wearing like a pair of shorts under her dress. Not that it really matters, I guess. I'm just saying, in that shot, put some damn pants on. I mean, fair. Um, but yeah, uh, some leggings <laughs> or bike shorts or something. But yeah, so um, just to help get your mind off of that, we do get the title card saying that now it's the third day. Oh, good, it was able to post. There it goes. <sighs> I just heard the Law and Order SVU sound. <laughs> Third day. Dun, dun. That's fair. Dun, dun. Uh, that's fair. Um, just saying. Roxas goes to the usual spot. There's been a note left behind from Hayner saying, Today's the day that we hit the beach and don't sweat it about the money because I guess he had a backup plan or some shit. I don't fucking know. The money. He just says, to, it just says in the note for them to all meet at the station. I guess they've ignored. I guess Pence and Olette have ignored that plan because when uh, Roxas passes them as he's going to the train station, but first they freeze in place as they're walking. Time just stops. Unfortunately, those outfits don't stop. Yeah. Well, at least it's the two the two normalest of them. 
Um, but Roxas... He's wearing waders in that angle. It looks like he's wearing waders, literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. But Roxas, of course, grows con- or gets concerned because my friend's just stopped and um, is, like, stopped by Nominee, just fucking, uh, suddenly appearing right in front of him. Like, what? This is why... She was totally standing there before. Totally. Right. This is why when I played this game the first time, I was somewhat I was so mystified by who the hell is nominee because she's just showing up and being like, yo, dude, hey. Um Roxas is like, hey, it's it's you. And nominee holds a finger up and kind of shushes him. Uh she does not tell him her name again, but she does say, I just wanted to meet you at least once. And Roxas is like, what? That's not creepy at all. Yeah, and then instead of explaining she just leaves. Like, literally, she walks off, and as soon as she walks around that corner, time starts up again, so I guess she must have, like, vanished. God, her feet are huge. Yeah. But seriously, it's like, little itty-bitty head, itty-bitty body, little teeny legs, and then feet. Yeah. It's, in fairness, that's not just nominee. It just looks worse for her because she's not wearing shoes. But... No, that's true. Yeah. Everyone's feet are just huge well i mean shit thora had it in the first game too so yeah it's just really noticeable in that picture and oh my god that mm, i want to push that kid downstairs <laughs> um but so god that outfit's so bad <laughs> speaking of pence and Olette unfreeze and pence complain like i guess they must have just not cared about hayner's note because pence complains that olette is dragging him along to go shopping where are you guys shopping i have not seen any stores so far just these little corner shops that sell candy and shit but i guess they had to buy that's the thing it was like they either had to buy them or they had to sit there and fucking make them and i'm like what made you think that was an attractive yeah they had to get their anime clothes somewhere so i guess there have to be some actual stores in this this town we just don't actually go to them um that's probably for the best yeah uh roxas kind of ignores them because honestly what are you gonna do get into a whole conversation about shopping uh he right he runs off because he thinks that nominee was going toward uh the direction of the old mansion um he does go to the mansion but she's not there instead some dusts show up and attack no not even when he gets to the mansion um when he's in the woods some dusks like pop in and try to attack but he runs after them and my boy cypher gives us again like i said this guy has some good insults um hang on let me see if it posts okay good it posted oh chicken yes as roxas is running by again running from some dusks that are just squiggly and squiggling through the air behind him wait i have a couple of concerns first off the fuck is that one guy wearing which one on the left oh cypher the crop top and big jacket <laughs> i know it's stupid right and then second of all chicken wuss chicken wuss hey chicken wuss he's a tough guy i have so many concerns <laughs> i love cypher so much he's so stupid uh he 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 makes this whole prologue section so much better just by being here and being just the asshole. All right, so is. hang on. We've got a skull cap, a crop top. Yes. That goes in, not just any crop top, but a sleeveless crop top that goes into a duster. Also sleeveless. And sweatpants. <laughs> right. And baggy sweatpants. Uh, no. 
Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look him up and see what he looked like in Final Fantasy VIII. Why do you want to look at that closer? Well, I want to see like, okay, okay, his outfit is pretty similar from Final Fantasy VIII. I'm gonna go ahead and post a picture because why the hell not at this point? They we are sitting at about 25 minutes left. By okay. The way. They gave him... Now, see, that outfit is somewhat reasonable. Yeah, they gave him basically the same outfit. They just stole his sleeves and gave him a skull cap. They just ran him through... They ran him through a paper shred. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Oh, my God, it's so good. And they... God, if by good, you mean bad. And they got rid of his scar, too, I guess, so there's that. Um, well, I mean, there's still time. It's only the prologue. Eh. Oh, anyway... Anyway. Um, they square up to... To try to fight... Actually, no. They don't even see the dusts for some reason. Only Roxas seems to see them. But they do square up because Roxas is just running at him. And they think he wants to fight. Which, I mean, is a fair guess, I guess. Since they, all they see is him running up. Uh, but the world freezes again. And the dusts start just, like, weird-ass walking around uh, Hain- or Cypher and his group in a circle. Um, one of them... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, that's right. He sees Namine at the top, just standing on on top of a nearby building, and she's like, "Roxas, use the Keyblade!" And he's like, "What?" But then a dusk like fucking lunges at him, and uh, the scene changes to now he is standing in this place. One second, okay, there we go. This is the Station of Serenity, which if you're hey, finally a character I recognize. Yeah, <laughs> and he's on the floor with really big fucking shoots. Yeah. Um, this is where, uh, if you remember in the first game, uh, Sora was in a similar thing called the Station of Waking. So, like, I think it's never, like, fully explored. I think basically just the Station of Serenity is, like, part of the Station of Waking or something like that. At least that's how all of these things are listed on the wiki, is that, like, overall it's called the Station of Waking and whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but this is where it has you actually pick between the sword, shield, and staff, just like it did in the first game. Um, but unlike the first game, which makes me very sad, um, in the first game, whichever one you picked, you would spend the rest of that section with. So like, if you picked the sword, Sora was now running around with a sword for that little tutorial part. Uh, in this, it's replaced by the Keyblade, which is fine, I guess. It's a choice. Um, but you get like a real quick tutorial about, like, you know, walking over and picking something up, opening a box, that kind of shit that they just hadn't taught you about yet. Um, a, another fancy little door appears off to the side, and you get some text on screen saying, be careful, beyond that door lies a completely different world, but don't be afraid, don't stop walking, dot, dot, dot. Uh, you go through the door, and you are in an area called the Station of uh, Calling. Damn it, I didn't mean to send that to Facebook, hang on. Oh, wait, unable to share, hang on. In the meantime, I just now noticed the floating Mickey Mouse heads. Eh? In the pictures that you just sent. Hang on one sec. The one with Sora on the glass, I see like little random Mickey Mouse stuff, Mickey Mouse head. Oh, oh, fl- okay, never mind. I see what you're saying. I wouldn't look, I was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come on. There it goes. Okay. Anyway, so the station of calling... Hey. Huh? I said, hey. Hey. Here's the picture. So yeah, uh, the station of calling is like... Um, is just like three of these little platforms now. As you go from one to the other, you fight some more dusks. But once you get up to the top, this big old feller attacks. Let me see if it'll post or if I've got to crop it. Okay, good. It did post. Oh my. Yeah. 
Um, this one is called Twilight Thorn. During this fight, uh, hang on one sec, some of these little dudes called Creepers will show up. There we go. What in the Silent Hill looking shit? Ah, uh, basically, this just kind of acts like um, Roxas's version of when Sora had that dark side fight at the beginning of uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, but it's it's this dude. Um, it's got this thing that it'll do where, like, how it's got Roxas just kind of, like, held in place up in the sky, and then you gotta use reaction commands to, uh, what, ah, dang it, I forgot to actually write down the sequence of events on this. It will get up close, you smack it away, and then that causes it to, I guess, lose concentration, and Roxas will fall to the ground. It will fall off the side of the platform. You go over to look. And, like, gravity, I guess, shifts and makes you start falling. And dude is, like, about to throw a giant fucking laser ball at you. But then you just throw your keyblade through it and, like, stun it, basically. So you do that a few times. You fight it in between. Um, some of its attacks will cause those little creeper dudes to appear. Uh, so you fight a few of those. Um, okay, yeah. I did not save a picture of this one because it didn't matter. Um when you beat the Twilight Thorn, um, it will poof into darkness that will, like, spread across the floor and Roxas will start to sink into it until, like, Naminé's hand just reaches out of nowhere and grabs him and then, like, there's a poof of light and, hey, guess what? Restoration is at 48%. I think I sent that to you early. I did. I sent I sent, I sent, sent the uh, restoration at 48% early. Um, <laughs> ignore that for now. Restoration is not yet at 48%. Uh, instead... We have a brief conversation between Roxas and Naminé in, like, a generic-looking white room that kind of just looks like the, ro the rooms from ca uh, Castle Oblivion. If you remember, like, how they were, uh, when you got to the section where you weren't using one of the, the worlds, they were all just, like, a bunch of white stuff around. Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah, this is where Naminé finally tells Roxas her name, uh... Then he asks, she asks Roxas if he remembers his true name. He doesn't know what she's talking about, which is fair. Um, the Black Cloak guy, I just realized I spelled Nominee's name wrong here in my notes. One sec. This is going to bug me if I don't correct it. There we go. Uh, the Black Cloak dude uh, teleports in and like grabs Nominee and tells her not to say anything else. And Nominee's like, but if no one tells him, Roxas will. And he, <laughs> the Black Cloak guy puts his hand over Naminé's mouth so that, like, she can't keep talking. And just says, it's best he doesn't know the truth. And Roxas, semi-ignoring what was just said, just goes, hey, you're that pickpocket. Give me my money back. Because <laughs> that's totally gonna work. I know. Um, hey, give me back. Yeah, he, like, he runs up and tries to fight him. But the Black Cloak dude just picks Roxas up, if I remember right, I think, like, by his arm. Or either by his arm or, like, around his midsection, I forget which, and just tosses him in a portal. Which, like, okay, uh, sure, I guess. Um, it cuts back to the Sandlot, and I guess we can see what's been going on for everybody else in reality, which is that Roxas has passed out, and Cypher is posing over him as Fu takes pictures. Because, sure, I guess. Uh, they, they don't know what the dudes in white were, but they say that they drove them off, and that Roxas just passed out. Um... Hayner, for whatever reason, is off to the side now, because I guess he was looking for Roxas since he never showed up. Sees Roxas hang hanging out, quote-unquote, with Cypher and his group. Huffs and just runs off. Um, Roxas goes to the usual spot to meet up with everybody. 
and uh, they're all e- they're all eating ice cream as they do. I guess that's just what they're what they do when they're bored. Um, Rox is so uh, Pence is like, so you were hanging out with Cipher and his gang today, and Rox is like, oh yeah, sorry about that. And then he's like, hey, but what about the beach? Wasn't that today? And um, Olette's like, we didn't go. It wouldn't be the same without you, right? And Rox is so Rox is like, sorry. Hey, how about we try to go tomorrow? And Hainer just goes, I promise I'd be somewhere. <laughs> and leaves. Like Roxas has a flashback to yesterday with them talking in front about being in that struggle tournament, and he's like, "Oh yeah." And then Hainer just Hainer finishes his ice cream and leaves, and that's when we get the staticky restoration at forty eight percent screen. So now I'm caught up with where I was supposed to be when I posted that. Wait, did it not post? Hang on. Oh, it didn't even post. What the hell? One sec. That's why I'm just sitting here waiting. <laughs> okay, there we go. Nope. Why this one? Why are you going to make me crop this one down? It's the same fucking size as all the others. Are we having trouble, Steven? It's too big. It's making me crop it down. And I don't understand why. The picture is the same size as all the others. There's the same amount of stuff going on. I barely even cropped anything, and it said it was fine. Fucking whatever. Rest- I'll say what is there to crop. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Restoration at 48%. Fuck you. This is where, though, I do finally have a picture of Diz and his big dumbass fuck off computer. I really hope this posts without me having to crop anything. Okay, good, it posted. Just Ooh, screeny things. Look at it. Just look at how big and dumb this computer is. It's shiny and I want to poke all the screens. I mean, fair. There are so many. I never right? counted how many freaking screens are even on this. Hang on. Let's see. Like on the one hand the the question is, do you really need that many screens? And the answer is yes. Hang on, hang on. One, two, three. I don't know what they're all for, but yes, they're all needed. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. One, twelve two, three, screens. Four, five, it's got twelve six, screens. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, six. I'm counting like sixteen. Oh no, the six smaller things to the side, those are keyboards. <laughs> It's got 12. Okay, so hang on. So what? Hang on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. But still, the monitor's over to the right. That's still 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, that's still like 16. Oh, no. The ones to the right, I don't think are part of his computer because you find this room later on and it just has a bunch of monitors like and readouts all over the place. So still, 12, Okay, but, I, but still, 12 screens. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, right. And then, like I said, it's also got, like, six half-keyboards just kind of floating around. This man. This right. guy and his his stuff. Um, the the Black Cloak guy is like, was that nominee made out of data? And Diz, uh, Diz says, no, she... Or that, basically, he says the real nominee hijacked the data herself, so, like, she didn't make a digital copy of herself. She was actually there, I guess. Um, but it doesn't... Or, it doesn't matter. Diz says, as long as Nominee accomplishes her goal, we needn't worry about what befalls Roxas. So, like, they do not care what is actually happening to Roxas and Twilight Town and stuff, as long as Nominee does the thing that she's supposed to be doing. So that's fine. That's all cool. Um, we get the longest set of glitchy Sora memories so far. Um, one of them isn't even a memory. It was when Sora had his vision of, like, little baby Kyrie talking to her grandma right before that there was a shot of him like flying through some light one of these one of them is that i don't know 
fine. Uh-huh. Whatever. Um, we see the end of that cutscene where he's reaching out to baby Kyrie and doesn't quite make it because he was experiencing a flashback. We get a quick shot of again just Kyrie on like a white background. Um we get yeah, we get the shot of Riku stealing the Keyblade from Sora at Hollow Bastion and him saying, It's up to me. Only the Keyblade Master can open the secret door and change the world. Another quick shot of Kyrie. Uh, we get Sora, like, having found Kyrie's body and shaking her and trying to wake her up. Um, we get Riku shooting that dark fireball at Sora and Goofy blocking him, saying, I'm not gonna betray Sora either. And then Donald saying, all for one and one for all, as the Keyblade, like, leaves Riku and goes back to Sora. Uh, we get Sora saying, my friends are my power. Like, literally, it's just that whole that whole cutscene, it just cut up all of the important parts and is like, here you go. Um, I put that picture in an anime group that I'm in on Facebook, and it's blown up. Oh no! The one that you sent, that you know, that my friends are my power, and then it's the guy using his friend as a. Foil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, we get another shot of like Sora shaking Kyrie's body, trying to wake her up. Obviously, it does nothing. Um, a quick shot of Kyrie on a white background. A shot of Beast saying, "So your heart won this battle." Um, a shot. From the beginning of the unknown secret boss fight, this is where it makes it canon, um, of unknown, like, shooting a lightning blast at Sora and him blocking it with the Keyblade, and um, then, like, knocking it up into the ceiling and glaring at him. Uh, we get uh, we get the shot of Ansem, like, fully possessing Riku and, like, replacing Riku's body with his own, saying, it is I, Ansem. And then, oh, no, not... Not replacing his Riku's body with his own. That was I'm thinking of the wrong part of the game. Um, but now he's ta- when he was doing that whole like double talking thing, hit Riku's voice and Ansem's voice. That part of the game. Um, then it glitches again and comes back with him going, "Lead me into everlasting darkness." And Kyrie's voice calling out to Sora before uh, Riku or before like Sora blocks the attack. A quick shot of Kyrie on a white background. Sora going, "Forget it." There's no way you're taking Kyrie's heart. Now he can actually say Kyrie without it getting cut off. So that's cool. Uh, we get another quick shot of Sora or Kyrie on a white background. Um, <sighs> this really did just give us the cliff notes of one one of the most climactic cutscenes in the first game. Um, Sora being stabbed by that spiky black keyblade that uh, Riku had, um, and it breaking up into all of the hearts and. One of them being Kyrie's that returns back to her. Sora, or Kyrie running to Sora as Sora poops. Kyrie hugging heartless Sora and turning him back into himself. Sora saying Kyrie's name after he changes back into Sora. A quick shot of Kyrie smiling. I don't fucking know. I don't even. I think that was also another one on the white background. Um, Leon saying, We may never meet again, but we'll never forget each other. And Aerith. Following that by saying, no matter where we are, our hearts will bring us together again. Kyrie giving Sora her lucky charm and telling him to bring it back to her. And then a shot of um, Sora sealing the keyhole in Hollow Bastion with um, Kyrie's voice playing over it saying, don't forget or don't ever forget. Wherever you go, I'm always with you. And then, oh, geez, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Okay, and then it's the start of the fourth day. Dun, dun. Did it come in? Okay, good. Enough. Yeah, the fourth day. Yeah. Now you got me doing it. Me? Roxas wakes up, sits up on his bed, and he goes, "Right, promise." Kind of 
real quick pretends like he's swinging a sword and then just goes, oh, what a mess. But it doesn't matter. Fuck all of that. Fuck sadness. Fuck everything else. Because instead, it's now the day for the struggle tournament. Which, let me see if it'll let me post the pictures. Come on. Come on. <sighs> I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hang on. Hang on. It's going to make me crop both of these. I'm waiting. Uh, uh, I don't know why I even care so much. This one doesn't even matter. There we go. Now they both posted. Anyway, it's the day for the struggle tournament. Also, they introduce the current reigning champion, Setzer, who is like a bad guy from one of the other Final Fantasy games. I forget which. I think, uh, I think Neek. Why does that guy look so terrifying? Oh, no, that dude, that's not Setzer. That's the like judge for this thing. Hang on gonna make me cry no i don't care he looks terrifying yeah he's yeah there we go there's now it'll let me post the picture of setzer come on we're at five minutes by the way Oi. hello drag queen um setzer i think nico b said was from like final fantasy six if i remember right i don't remember but anyway um what kind of shoulder pads does this dude have i don't know genuinely i mean those sure. are epic but the the judge guy says that they're now uh starting the finals of the the local yearly struggle tournament where was i right okay yeah there the referee um go ahead and stop the timer i'll post the uh pictures of our four finalists tell you about how struggle works and then we'll just pick up here next time god the fashion <laughs> i hate it oh honey hang so on so much oh my god <laughs> okay also, I just, okay, so I'm sitting in the dark right now because I'm getting ready to go to bed, and I just flashed a glance at the screen, and I totally thought it said, an underground favorite and local attitude problem, Hitler. <laughs> I'm just sure. My brain literally registered Hitler at first. I mean... Hang on, it... Like, some of the people are correct. It was able to post all of these but one, and made me cut, it made me crop that one down. Okay, there we go. Give me one second, let me set the tablet down here. Yeah. I say bleh. <laughs> okay, so anyway, since we're close enough to the to time probably running out, go ahead and uh, like I said, just go ahead and stop the timer. Um, our it sounds like the tournament I guess must have been happening over the course of the summer because they're talking about this being the finals. Um, so the four finalists are Cipher, Vivi, Hayner, or I guess Hitler, <laughs> and Roxas. <laughs> they are competing. He's gonna be there now. They're competing for the summa cum laude of struggle, the four crystal trophy, which sure summa cum laude, whatever, I guess. I don't think that's how you use that phrase. Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, but I will go ahead and explain what struggle is now because we're going to pick back up actually talking about the struggle tournament. Um, the struggle is, I mean, I said before, the fact that you had to take a deep breath before you started explaining kind of concerned. No, me. no, no, no. It's, Basically, like I said, it's making these teenagers beat beat the shit out of each other with foam bats. Um, score is kept. Uh, everyone has 100 colored orbs that are just part of that they've just got and will get knocked out over the course of the fight. So you're trying to collect all of the orbs. Um, if you get if you pick up all of the other guy's orbs so that his count falls to zero and yours is now at maxed out at 200. They'll go ahead and call the fight there and just say that you win. Otherwise, there's like a, I think a five minute timer, two or five minutes, I forget which. I think it's actually two minutes now that I say that out loud. Um, 
or just whoever has the most orbs at the end or when time runs out will also be declared the winner. So that's the two ways that you can win a match. Um, in the game, it just shows the orbs fly out of people when you hit them. But in the manga, oh, cat in the manga. In in the manga for Kingdom Hearts 2. I gotta, I gotta tilt the screen here. Hang on. Do what? I said I had to tilt my screen. What the f- Yeah, in the manga for Kingdom Hearts 2, they have to wear this weird helmet and vest get-up thing that has the the balls like just velcroed to them. They have little parasite growths all I over know. them. It looks like they're wearing motion capture suits for a game. It does! Oh my god, I thought that's what they were. <laughs> it's so stupid. Why? It's, it's so stupid and I love it so much. Um, but why? So, so yeah, we're on day four. When we come back, we will talk about... Um, we will talk about the struggle tournament, but I wanted to at least tell you like what struggle is. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh jeez. Okay. So let's go ahead and kick it on over to the mailbag and see which one, which of these questions we can answer. Uh, just because I'm not sure how far <laughs> we went, so I will let you take the lead on questions tonight. Yeah. Okay. So deep seas question, which we can go ahead and do. Uh, what do you think of Roxas so far? Obviously. This is where I was responding because uh, you know me by now. I adopt all of these kids. So the the one that I put in spoilers there was just me calling him my son. Uh, <laughs> so since I've played all the games, uh, I'll go ahead and let you answer this one. How do you feel about Roxas so far? What do you think? Eh. That's fair. Bearing in mind, remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly mad. I just, I don't really have an opinion of him yet. That's fair. Uh, we're, we'll, we'll deal with him more next time also. But remember, I don't know if this necessarily adds or subtracts points for him with you, but he is voiced by Jesse McCartney. Oh, he was Jesse McCartney. Yeah. Okay. I, you know what? As much as I am eh on the voice actor, I'm I'm still gonna say I, at the moment I'm neutral. I need to. I'll and of course you know tomorrow probably after work I'll go back and if. Once you can link me to it, I'll go back and rewatch it so I can actually see everything in real time. Yeah, and I'll I'll check how far um, we got into. Sort of into play, but yeah, I'll just say at the moment I'm gonna be I'm still neutral. <laughs> Fair. Um, I'm giving him a chance though instead of calling him a <laughs> bitch off the bat. So far he is not a shit. Yeah, I think you said that was Hainer now. Hitler. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I thought for sure you I mean, would say just Cipher just because he's the biggest asshole there ever was. Um. Which one's Cypher again? Cypher's... The one with the outfit that I yeah, hate. Yeah, Cypher's the one with the crop top and the sleepless duster. Yeah, he's the shit bitch right now just because of his outfit. He's... Don't get me wrong. I'm not... I'm not disagreeing. He's not one of the ones that I've adopted as my son. I just... I can't hate him. I love his stupid fashion and his stupid insults too much. He's so hilariously good. Yeah. Wait, what was it? Chicken puss? Chicken, Chicken wuss? Chicken wuss. Uh, you lamers. Yeah. We get a couple more, I'm pretty sure, but... Oh, man. Uh, anyway, Deep Sea's next question. This one was actually kind of cool. Uh, well, I say cool. Yeah. Um, if you had to do, of the six jobs that I mentioned, remember, delivering mail, hitting trash, hitting heavy stuff up a hill, fighting bees, <laughs> hanging posters, or, oh, man, what was the other one? I know I'm forgetting one. I would do the mail, because at least you get a cool skateboard. I could totally see myself just zipping around on my little skateboard, flinging, you know, yeeting my five pieces of mail a day. I know, right? Mail, hitting trash up a hill. Oh, or hitting a ball to try to keep it in the air. That's the one I was forgetting. The only <sighs> reason why I wouldn't say that one is because I know how accident prone I am. Fair. 
So I would either hit myself in the face or I would cause some kind of property damage. Fair. I so it's just <clears throat> it's safer for me to stick with the mail. If I had to live in Twilight Town and do one of these odd jobs, um, if I can add the stipulation that because I'm in, you know, a key, if, because I'm in Kingdom Hearts and I'm living inside a JRPG, I don't have the muscle condition that I have in real life, so I can actually go out and do all the par <laughs> parkour stuff. I would still do the poster hanging and just put posters wherever the fuck I want for that entire month. That could be fun. Although, see, man, we could team up though. You can ride around with me on my skateboard. I'll drop you off to hang out the posters while I put the mail. There up. we go. I am. I am also fascinated by the idea of fighting bees. So there is also that to consider. This is true. Um. Anyway, though. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Since I told you how struggle works, we can go ahead and um deal with Flutterdark's question. Um. <clears throat> Since, uh, since, like I said, in the manga, they had the balls, like, Velcroed onto them. In the game, they just kind of appear. In-universe, they... they blah, 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 blah. Okay, let me start that question over. How do you think, in-universe, they managed to make the balls just pop out of the fighters? I don't know. I'm, go I'm gonna say, um, they, stuck they stuffed them in everybody's pockets. That's why all their pants and their pockets are so big. Yeah. Yeah, that or it pops out of their shoes. They're fucking big Ooh, ass shoes. Ooh, there you go. Pops out of their giant shoes. That's what I'm saying. That's my vote. And uh, let me see. Deep Sea's next question is one that we'll talk about next time. Oh, we can do we can do the one after that though. Why is Vivi in Twilight Town? Like seriously, everyone else looks like a looks like a person. And this little like shadowy tiny dude made from a different game is here. Like how'd that happen? And I'm saying it's because he's an exchange student and he moved. And we just didn't get to see the scene of him running to school with a piece of toast in his mouth. He's the heartless and he's here to cause shit. <laughs> I mean, that's also fair. Um, right. Flutterdark's next question. This is the one that originally put ice cream on your radar. Why do all four of these kids have the same flavor of ice cream as their favorite? Because they're eating the same ice cream that Diz, uh, that Diz mentioned. So they're also just always eating sea salt ice cream. And in fairness, have you had sea salt? It's real good. Look at their fashion, and are we really going to expect them, therefore, to have good taste in ice cream? Hey. That's all I gotta say That's about it. That's fair. Okay, I want you to go over to Sidemon's uh, picture, or not picture, damn, uh, question, and tap on the spoiler tag. So I am okay to tap on the spoiler? Yes. Ooh, it just gave me, like, a little gray <laughs> box. There's nothing to unspoiler. <laughs> this one, that one fucked me up. That was, a, that was honestly... You little son of a bitch, you did that on purpose. Honestly, applauding right there. Sidemon, way, way to go. That was incredible. I'm literally sitting here poking my tablet screen like, what am I doing wrong? I know, I know. Sidemon, you shit bitch. <laughs> it's, it's just that. It's just the blank space. I love it. It's so good. That was awesome. Um, <clears throat> DCs, we will skip uh, for now. Uh, what was Casey's next question? What would you like to steal the concept of? Is that the right way to phrase it? I don't know. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Fair. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like how when they were stealing the pictures, they couldn't even say the word. Well, they said photo, but they couldn't even say the word picture. What would you like steal like that? Mm. And bear in mind, that means the thing is missing and the ability to say it. No, I know. That's, I got to think about that. I'm going to say shoes. Yeah. I feel like that could be fun. Yeah, well, I mean, there is that. <laughs> I would say... Ooh, I would say books. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be incredible too. 
Right. So, okay, yeah, Steven's answer, Sue's. Cat's answer, books. Uh, We're just leaving this world a shit show. Oh, man, or since it's a Tatsuya Nomura game, uh, belts. <laughs> because that becomes his character... That becomes his character yeah. design thing. Just belts on top of... Or tossing them on people. But that freaking <clears throat> Lulu walking around naked. Yeah, wasn't her entire dress just made out of belts? Pretty, I mean, there was a little fabric in there, but yes, the majority of it was belt. And like, Diz, like half of his outfit is belts. So yeah, there we go. That's a good one. There we go. There um, we go. And then, okay, yeah, Deep Sea following up. If you could silence what word, what word would it be? Moist. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> That's my. Answer. I would fuck it up. I would fuck up and just make it like a really common one, like like money or 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 something like that. Something that people just in general kind of say a lot. I would I would block out hi. <laughs> so every time someone would just say hi, I'd be like, why can't I say it? I would block out the word dude and just like render half of our generation mute. No, no, I would do swear words. So that way, <laughs> yeah, oh my god! So that way, the world just turns into like the TV version of our world. Dude, you and I would be silent half the god, time. God, you're right though. That's there is that. I would have to take that into consideration. Right. Ugh. If I couldn't swear, oh my god, I would literally like silently go insane. Like you would just see me start like my mouth would be moving, not saying anything, and I would just be increasingly getting more and more frustrated. Right. <sighs> okay. Um <clears throat> we do we did get a couple a couple more questions. We got one from Kirby the Cleric. Um uh, he said why is it called Kingdom Hearts 2 if it's the third Kingdom Hearts? First off To be fair. First off, if you listened to the Vcast episode, it's actually the fourth game now. Right? The other one wasn't canon, but I'm still counting it. But also because fuck you, honestly, is probably the main thing. Um, because Nomura just be like that sometimes. Um, yeah. This is gonna be even funnier when we get to Kingdom Hearts 3, which is like the ninth game in the series. Hang on. Let me, let me count and make sure I'm correct on that. <laughs> it's like the 10th or 11th game, depending on how you want to count the mobile games. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and in fairness, I think Nomura, I've seen like bits of interviews and stuff. Um, lying around before. I think Nomura originally planned for it to go one. He did have Chain of Memories already there as like a side game, kind of filling in the gap between one and two. But then I think his original plan was to go straight to number three, but they ended up like hitting roadblocks with development on it. <laughs> and so it kept getting pushed further and further back. And he had like, he started coming up with all of the side games to keep the series relevant. So it was, I think, originally... Actually, I take that back. I think Birth by Sleep was already on, planned on his list, too, since that one is done as a prequel. So I think it was originally just going to be, like, five games total in the series. <laughs> We're more than double that now. Yeah, about that. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, Casey, this is the one that came in and I think fucked us both up for a minute. Casey, what's your weapon <laughs> of choice to beat a bunch of orbs out of prepubescent children? <laughs> A brick on a rope. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what, a sock full of nickels didn't uh, didn't hit you right? Nope, just a brick on a rope. That's fair. 
the holy handbrake. I'll, I'll take the sock full of nickels then. Why not? <laughs> there we go. No, no. Skateboard. Just just hit them all with a skateboard. Dude, yes, you could use a skateboard to zoom right up to them, and then while they're trying to figure out what the fuck you're doing, jump off the skateboard, grab it, smack. <laughs> and then just hop back on the skateboard and be like, sit tricks and skate off. Right? <laughs> or just you zoom by on the skateboard and I hit them with the brick. There we go. And then uh, deep seas, we will, we will have to... This is one that we can kind of answer now, and we'll also have to sort of table for later, because... There will be some stuff with Roxas later on that will make this question a little bit more complicated. Uh, so we'll go ahead and answer for Sora now, and we'll hang on to the Roxas version a little bit later until later on. Uh, once we, we'll come back to it once we finish the prologue. But for Sora, Deep Sea's question is how old do you think Sora slash Roxas is? Sora, we actually do have a canon age for. In the first game, he is canonically 14. I, re- I know... I don't remember that ever being said. That's one of the guess will be about 14 or 15. Yeah, I don't I don't remember if that's ever said in the game. I don't think that it is. But I know the little like booklet that came with it specifically said that he and Kyrie are 14. Riku, it just said, is a year older, so 15, but it didn't actually say the word 15 for some stupid-ass reason. Which explains why he's such a little frickin' edgelord. There we go. Uh, so now that it's a year later, though, that means the entirety of this series... So far, from Kingdom Hearts 2 to 3, Sora has still been, like, 15. Because even though it's taken forever for these games to come out, I think with it, I think the span of time from 2 to 3 is, like, 3 or 4 months altogether. <laughs> it's not very much time. So, yeah. So, Sora is canonically 15 now. Riku is 16. Which does mean that he would used to... I think you used to be able to buy cigarettes. Because it's 18 now, but I think it used to be 16, if I remember right. Might still be in some places. Doesn't matter. What I'm saying is Riku might smoke. <laughs> you put way too much thought into that cigarette by an age. No, why either. Like, that's not something I planned out. I just started saying it, and the words came out of my mouth. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so we will pick up next time. Uh, I'll go ahead and take notes past the end of the prologue just in case but with how tonight ended up pacing out uh we may just make it to the end of the prologue and that might just be it so we'll see how it goes um that said though since we've already done questions we'll go ahead and get into plugs let me pull twitter up so i can again always do nero first since uh, they aren't here on these with us Uh, we ourselves are at are on Twitter at Disney Minus Pod. There's a link to our Discord there, and always in the show notes as well. Um, we will post question uh, a question post on Twitter and in Discord every week for these episodes and for our regular movie episodes. Um, Nero, the host that is on our Disney episodes but not on these, you can find them at Dragon Smoocher, where uh, they have their own stuff. And also a She-Ra podcast that they are on that I guess they said that they're almost done with now. Jeez. Um, called the uh, called the Podcast of Power, which you can find on Twitter at Podcast of Power. Uh, they will be having... Um, what did they... Oh, dang it. What did they say it was? Final Fantasy fourteen that they're going to be going through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen so. called... Uh, the podcast for that will be Radio Free Highland. You, um, it's on Twitter. 
think it was at Heidelin Radio. One sec. Yeah, at Heidelin Radio. Making sure I had it right. That is H-Y-D-A-E-L-Y-N because RPGs be like that. Um, anyway, uh, I am on Twitter at dad underscore tastic for the page that I usually remember to post dad jokes to. I've been very bad about that this week because I keep falling asleep on the couch. Uh, and then my regular Twitter is at Marshmallow, which is spelled like Marshmallow, but my name is in it. And that's everything and I got. And as Steven mentioned, yep. and as Steven mentioned, you can catch me uh, floating around Discord on random servers under Zura. Um, and also, of course, on off weeks from this podcast, you see me on Disney Minus, of course. Where we are, what is the next episode we're doing? What was the randomizer? Oh, dang it, I forgot. It's one that I haven't seen before. Uh, the day that this goes right. up, we will be recording our episode for... Let me get out of my Kingdom Hearts 2 notes. The Straight Story, which... Oh, yeah, didn't Nero that's say that's right. by, like, David Lynch? I think so. So but, so we'll uh, we'll be recording that next week. So, woo! Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. What did you send me on Facebook? I'll look at that later on. Never mind. Anyway, um... <laughs> I gotta think of a, an actual sign off for this one. Um, right. Uh, we'll work on that for next episode. Yeah, there we go. Have fun. Bye. Bye. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs>
said someday we'd find out how it feels To sing the more than just the steering wheel It comes the first girl I kissed I was so nervous that I nearly missed She had a couple of kids since then I haven't seen her since God knows where 